0: Metro FM talk and into our headlines. Welcoming your WhatsApp voice notes on uh, this story 079 191 4270 and your calls on 089 It's November with you sitting in for Ayabonga I'm sure, like me, you were shocked and very disturbed by the story that I saw a few days ago you know, of these uh, 33 alleged Ethiopian human trafficking victims who were rescued in Midran by the Johannesburg Metro Police Department, JMPD. Now, they said uh, earlier in the same day, about 65 victims had allegedly been sold to business owners for 17,000 rand per person and then were fetched before the police could have arrived. There's another story as well about a baby who was sold for 50 rand. And many more stories, including a story of uh, in the Eastern Cape, Twins sold. those are the twins sold by their mother. for 15, Then there's a 13 year old girl sold for 30,000 by her stepmother who actually runs a Bible study group oh, in Heidelberg. These are just said uh, it's an, an a sad phenomenon taking place. This is very disturbing. Are we failing to stop human trafficking in South Africa? Well, to chat to us, I'm joined by Romita. Hanuman Pile. She's a human trafficking activist, abolitionist, and leader of the Trafficking Hub movement in South Africa. Romita, very good evening to you,
1: and very good evening to you and your listeners. Thanks
0: for having me. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm just um, uh, starting off by just mentioning these few stories that are just recent. But I'm sure human trafficking is much more rife than just these stories I've mentioned.
1: Yes, human trafficking is actually one of the oldest crimes um, that amasses billions of dollars every year. Mm. It's one of the highest. It's one of the highest profiting crimes in in the world, actually, not even in South Africa. So it is a very scary, but a very real reality, um, if I can say that, in in our country and on our doorstep. As you've said, with these cases, there's so many more. Um, as well. And there's so many that are unprosecuted because obviously, you know, for various reasons, victims are free to come forward or traffickers are not found. So there's so much happening and and people really need to just you know be aware,
0: yeah, I mean, with with your um, you know the trafficking hub movement in South Africa that that you're you're heading. I cannot imagine what you have to deal with and how you even deal with it. I mean, the fact that it's got—it's not just girls who are, you know, uh, you know, adapt, abducted for uh, prostitution. We also see men and babies uh, being trafficked as well. It's and is government incapable? Does not have the capacity. Or because, as you say, it's such a worldwide and multi-billion rand uh, uh, activity, it's very difficult to curb and control.
1: Yeah, so I think let's, I think let's start with, with a little bit of the uh, background information. Mm. Um, so South Africa is a tier two uh, watch list country with regards to human trafficking. Previously, um, we were a Tier Two country, and we've now been downgraded because of various reasons. So we are now on the watch list. And when we say um, you know human trafficking happens here in in South Africa, we are saying people are taken in, um, taken sorry taken out of the country, um, taken out of cities. They are trafficked between provinces, mm-hmm. between cities. Um, And people are also brought in from other countries um, and are trafficked, um, you know, for various reasons. It's not just prostitution, as you said. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, slavery is a very, domestic servitude is a very, very uh, rife um, statistic when it comes to human trafficking because it's very easy to, um, to take somebody that is desperate for a job that Desperately needs income to feed his or her family, um, and to exploit them in that way. You know, so for example, a trafficker would would uh, do their research and investigations in terms of which are the most uh, poorest of the poor societies in in the country, and then go to those societies and and you know offer opportunities and employment and paint a beautiful picture of. How they're going to get paid and, mm. and you know have enough money to send back to their families, but you know in 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 cases of trafficking that's not what happens. They are actually some aren't even paid, you know, but you know the people are, are taken advantage of. They have their IDs taken away. Um, some are not even South African. So there's so much just that's happening. It's, it's actually
0: scary. Yeah, is there a way in which we can uh, be aware? We can, you know, w- what what can we do? No, and and especially because um, you know, you know, from from the reading I've been getting, you could see someone just sitting at the corner of the road, and not be mm-hmm. aware that this person is destitute because they've gotten. They, they can't do anything. They are so terrified of, you know, their abductors or whoever trafficked them or whoever is holding them has hostage. They're, 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 a lot of people are scared to speak.
1: Mm. And with you reason as well, because the modus operandi of traffickers are usually if you try to flee, if you escape, if you speak out, if you report me, I will, you know... They, they they usually have like um what can I say details of, of the victim's family, um of of their friends. Mm. So they they threaten them and say, if you flee, if you tell somebody I will, you know, hurt or even kill your family. Your so family. that's the reason why mm. a lot of victims don't speak up because they are afraid of the consequences, not just to themselves but to their loved ones mm. as well. So I think what we can do and what I'm trying to do with my um, activism and my movement is to just talk about it, like how we are this evening. Mm. Um, Create awareness. um, Tell people that, you know, human trafficking is a reality. Because even up to now, um, somebody will only believe that trafficking, human trafficking is a reality until they see it on the news.
0: Only, no. only then will there be... A, I, wa- I want to take a, a, a break, Romita. And, and when we come back, I want you to just paint a picture of... Because a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, have images of what they see in the movies of what traffickers look like. They, they think that this only happens in dingy squatter areas. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in the suburbs themselves, in big fancy houses... That is where it's also rife. I want us to talk about that when we come back from the break. Want to win a local holiday worth 30,000 Rand with Discovery Insure? Whether it be an unforgettable experience with friends or cherished moments with family, Discovery Insure wants to see your uninsurable moments light up on social media. To stand a chance to win, share an image or video of your uninsurable moment on twitter facebook instagram or tiktok tag discovery south africa and include the hashtag uninsurable moments competition closes on the 9th of december 2021 remember to tag discovery south africa on all your posts t's and c's apply discovery insure is an authorized fsp the headlines on Metro FM Talk. Uh, Yes, do remember to send those WhatsApp voice notes on 079-191-4270. We are talking about human trafficking and my guest is Ronita Hunaman-Pile, who's the human trafficking activist, abolitionist, and leader of the trafficking hub movement in South Africa. Welcome back, Ronita. Let's let's talk about uh, what people have an image of which is totally wrong of how human trafficking happens and where it happens and the people involved, the kinpins. We always think it's, you know, uh, I don't know, mafia-style, you know, looking people, whatever that looks like.
1: Okay, so I wouldn't say it's totally wrong. I would say that you do have instances where um, the people at the top, are probably part of mafia and and these big bigwigs of the world, but in terms of South Africa, let's zone in there. Yeah. Um, let Let me scare your listeners a little bit. Please, please, <laughs> so, please
0: do because we're going into the festive season. People may relax, and this, I think, I'm sure you'll admit, is a rife time for these kind of uh, you know incidents to happen.
1: Yeah, so actually, um, before I scare them, let me just let's let's talk about uh, social media. Mm. So, with with coronavirus hitting us, um, and when when Cyril Ramaphosa, our president, um, you know, locked the country down and limited our movements, um, a lot of kids, particularly, well, not only kids, adults as well, um, were on social media and and. Spent a lot more time online than they would have if they were at their workplace or at their school or university, etc. Mm. So, trafficking um, traffickers actually um, take advantage of such situations, and it was no they, 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 they had no exception when it came to when it came to COVID because this was the opportune time to pounce because more people were online, um, putting themselves out there, taking selfies, etc. So. Um, social media is such and it's such a, a formidable force when it comes to human trafficking because people don't necessarily know or they do know but uh, choose to um, you know just be a little bit ignorant about the risks. So you know traffickers pounce on these, as I said. So mm-hmm. I would say that social media is. Is one of the avenues that traffickers use to to, to recruit um, their victims. So, even though we are kind of gone back to some sort of normality right now, we need to still be very very vigilant when it comes to social media, especially with with people that you do not know, because your trafficker doesn't necessarily look like the guy with the scar on the face. Mm-hmm. He could be he could be your your friend that you actually know. He could be um, a Facebook friend that you don't know but have been communicating with. Yes. So, these are such uh, realities um, especially with social media because they use this to uh, They use these avenues to get victims Hmm. now, and especially,
0: especially if you share too much about yourself—that you are looking for a job, you are desperate, or you need a place to stay, or you know Mm. things—all those kind of things. That's information that they collect. I I can imagine. Mm.
1: And with social media, your information is not protected; it's public, even if your profile is, is is restricted somewhat. Hackers are there to do just that, to hack. Yeah. And people will find you, mm. you know? Going back to scaring everybody. So yes. Johannesburg, Cape Town, Durban, and Bloemfontein, mm. those are the four most popular um, locations that human trafficking happens in the country. So listeners that are tuned in at at this point probably do live in... Johannesburg, K-Town, Durban, or Bloemfontein. Yep. So that in itself should scare you. The fact that you live in a city where human trafficking uh, takes place. Not that it doesn't take place anywhere else, but it's, one of, it's, it's, it's four of the most popular locations for human trafficking. <laughs> so um, when we talk about um, how traffickers look and, and the way they operate,
0: and the areas, the, in, which ap- and the areas mm. in which they operate. areas in which
1: they operate. In terms of sex trafficking rings, um, they exploit girls as young as 10 years old. Mm. And in some cases, traditional family practices contributed to victims' vulnerability to traffickers. So I'm sure many of your, your listeners are familiar with the term ukutwala. Mm. So some girls as young as 14 are abducted for forced marriage and are placed under the Ukutwala umbrella. Um, and these happen particularly in, you know, villages like Western, in the Western Cape, Eastern Cape, KZN provinces, where girls are forced into marriage. They are vulnerable to sex trafficking and forced labor by their own husbands, mm. you know? So it, it is a reality. And then if we're talking about prostitution <clears throat> somebody is excuse me I'm just getting over the flu so no worries. A, a, mm. a prostitution is one of the other avenues that traffickers use to gain their profit, where a girl is is, is either lured or abducted um, and then forced to become a prostitute They're, you know they are threatened, so some are forced. Um, to take drugs, and then they become dependent on the drugs, and then um, in itself dependent on the trafficker for the drugs. Mm. So they do not, you know, they don't have a chance to escape, or they know that if they escape, they won't have access to these things. Mm.
0: And then so there's, there's there's also the men who become slaves. I'm just worried we're yes. ru- we're running we're running out of time, and and I I I, I also just need you to. Uh, maybe just highlight as well uh you know for instance with the ethiopian story you know how did these ethiopians get into the country for them to be then become slaves and you know being sold for businesses you know what what how are the is it our borders that are porous what what is happening and who are the main from from your you know from your 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 foundation and how have you found? Who are the main kingpins or people running these these trafficking uh, 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 crimes? Are they, you know, I the and the nationals. In, you know, is it in the Europe? I, I I know it's uh, rife in the eastern in Eastern Europe, but here in in Africa and especially in this country, you know, as much as South Africans contribute and support this. I know I'm yeah, asking, so I'm asking a lot of questions all at once. I'm trying to chase time.
1: Yeah. No, I understand, but mm. you know, it's it's really hard to say mm. uh, because um, it's hard for it's hard, you you've got to go right up to the source or to the main person and that's and that's usually very very hard to to find because that person usually has you know, he 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 or she is a faithless person. You know, mm. as in they very very difficult to find. But with 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 the case of the Ethiopians, I am so personally I am so happy that you know one step of the process has been has been achieved. Whereas they they've found somebody that could possibly link. Um, you know, to to the rest of the, the chain, if the I can chain. say, okay.
0: it's okay.
1: very very difficult to to you know to pinpoint exactly who and what and how. Mm. But what I can say is that South Africa is doing a lot, but a lot more needs to be done.
0: Yeah. We've
1: got task teams in place, human trafficking task teams in place in every province. We've got organizations that are fighting against human trafficking and doing such beautiful work, like the National Freedom Network, for example. Mm. Um, You know, and what I would say is that if you suspect...
0: Just quick tips on what our listeners need to do and be aware of, especially around this period when everybody is excited and, you know, and... Mm you know might be lured into areas places or events or things that that might lead them there
1: yeah i think besides besides wearing your mask and and keeping a social distance there's a lot more that that, that people need to focus on um, do not post um, pictures of yourself or if you are do not tag your location you know ah. be, Safe online. You know, mm-hmm. do not believe um, people that that you know message you on your in your Facebook inbox or your Instagram inbox and say I have so many thousand that I'm going to give you if you give me this in return. Don't fall for that. If you are going somewhere to meet someone, make sure you take somebody with you. Meet at a public place. Um, you know, if you are in a situation where, for example, if you if you think you are being followed, um, drive to your nearest police station. Um, there's there's so many things, but just the the the, the main point here is just be vigilant. You you know, really do things vigilant. that ensure mm-hmm. your personal safety and the safety of the people around
0: you. We will have to leave it there. But thank you very much for all this information and also those tips. Romita Hanuman-Pile, who is a human trafficking activist and abolitionist and leader of the Trafficking Hub movement in South Africa. And they are doing very good work making sure that uh, they try and protect us from being victims of uh, human trafficking. You are listening to Metro FM Talk and we'll be back after this with our Community Focus.